If you have that empathy, you can reframe that for yourself and say, you know what? I'm a caring person, first of all. I truly do care because I'm affected. I am affected by something that that is not directly me. I'm feeling someone else's pain, a collective conscious. That That's what I'm connected to. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host, Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe. And what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge, and perspectives. So, this off season in particular will contain highlights and takeaways from season one and shorter yet more frequent content as I share all my thoughts and ideas on our way to season two. Until then, I'll always be keeping positive energy and good vibes. So who's trying to vibe out? I hope everybody listening is here to vibe out today. This is a huge episode. It's so important to everybody who's had any negative experience this year, which I think is all of us. There's been a lot this year. So this episode, I intentionally made it on Friday. Um, You know, I always plan out my episodes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I had this one slated to come out on Friday. Why? Because I wanted lots of time to think about this episode. You know, there's a method to this madness here, okay? Yeah, I mean, as the week went by, I was kind of like baking the idea of how to talk about this uh, this topic reframing. Um, I learned about it online, watched videos, read articles. I had conversations with people. I did my own reflections. And now, finally, we're here, and I'm able to speak about this episode. Um, so there's a lot that goes behind the scenes, you know, in, in an episode like this where, you know, it takes a lot of energy out of me to kind of speak about serious things, negative experiences. And, you know, likewise, it takes a lot of energy from you to to listen to these things because you're putting yourself in a vulner- vulnerable uh, position as well to listen and then have to make be forced to, like, make your own insights, right? So... That being said, I appreciate that you're here. That's all I'm trying to say is thank you for being here. And uh, if you want to support me, you already know how, you know, go ahead, screenshot the episode on your phone, however you're listening, you know, tag me on uh, Instagram with the screenshot of of the episode, hit me up on Twitter as well. I'm at vibingoutwt, Twitter, Instagram, all the good places, you know. Um, And if you want to really support me, you know, I have my product that I use every day almost every single day and uh it's uh, available for purchase in my bio on my instagram you already know what it is it's the energy fizz sticks in Arbon exclusive so go ahead and get you some if you already if you don't know what they are they're basically like um flavored powder that you put into water and it gives you energy comparable to a coffee but less caffeine and kind of sometimes a longer lasting energy and there's all different flavors my favorite is the citrus but uh head to my website and check those out again links in my bio for those energy products so now that we got that out of the way we should just hop into this because uh, i'm really excited to explain what reframing is so yeah a lot of you have probably reframed Um, experiences in your life before you know I mean even leading up to 2020 we've all had you know unfavorable circumstances negative events happen to us and a lot of times events that happen to us are not in our control they're things that happen we had no say over them but they affect us so much so 
we really come to a decision where we have to think, how am I going to let this situation affect me? And if you saw the quote on my Instagram a few days ago, it was something about how, you know, life is like 10% what happens to us and 90% how we handle what happens to us. And I, I really believe that. And this is what reframing is. It's a real opportunity to reflect, gain insight on, on things in your life. And then really, it's a transformative um, technique and skill. So if you're not really grasping what it is so far, let me just explain it in the best words I can. What reframing is, is we're taking negative, unfavorable events, circumstances. They can be large things like that, or just even emotions sometimes and just small situations. We are reframing or reshaping those experiences into more productive or positive or just like helpful ways of looking at it. And this is a psychological technique used in therapy. It's also called cognitive reframing. A lot of therapists try to do that for their clients. They try to hear their stories. And, you know, when they say, when someone, like a client says to their therapist, you know, my wife left me. She left me. I don't even know why. Mix. And then, you know, obviously that would make somebody feel useless and may make them feel like they're worthless. But I mean, I feel like a therapist would say, well, you know, we have to kind of you know look at your worth and you know reshape the what that means if someone rejects you or leaves you that doesn't mean you're worth nothing that that could reflect onto them and maybe they made a decision that was you know was rash or or didn't make sense or maybe they have something going on and maybe they don't want you to be there for it so there's different ways of looking at it without putting blame or you know too much negative impact on yourself all right and and you know let me start by talking about one example of my uh, that i had to reframe in my life i'll give you this very specific example um, when i started applying for jobs i was about 17 18 around there i went to the mcdonald's in the walmart plaza at huron Ontario and Beauvert. shout out that walmart Y'all probably know it if you live around me. It's it's a it's a big Walmart. It's been there forever here in Ontario and Beauvert. And there's a McDonald's in the plaza. Whatever. I went in, applied, sat down, did the interview. Felt good. Somewhere, I think I messed up. I think near the end, and I didn't get the job at McDonald's. My first interview. I didn't even get the McDonald's job. I could have taken that experience and been like, you know what? I am not applying for any jobs anymore. This is just this sucks and, it's, and yeah, I could have internalized that in that regard but you know what I did I just went to a job agency where I didn't even have to get an interview and I said I need to work and I skipped the interview process which you know I mean <laughs> I could have just practiced and applied and done more interviews but I just said you know what if I can't get an interview let me just skip that and go get money and then put myself in the business and world and the work field and then I'll and I had interviews and since then I've got every single job from every interview I've ever got so I mean I'm grateful for that I'm not kind of bragging but I am saying you know I did reshape and reframe that negative experience 
And that's a long time ago, but I just wanted to give that as an example. Um, you know, since you're listening to this, you might as well try to think of some, you know, examples of reframing in your life. You know, um, I, I'd love to hear them. You know, go ahead, reach out to me, message me. Tell me, yeah, when you have reframed something in your life and what it meant to you. Because like I said, we all we all do this at one point in our lives or another. And so speaking of, you know, us reframing, let's move on to kind of like some of the big events of 2020. I'm really excited to talk about these because these are things we can all relate to. And I've been recently thinking about how I've been able to reframe these and it's really helped me get through this year. And I just want to share the perspectives I've had towards these negative events that have helped me thrive despite hard times. And I think that's something we can all try to do when we're ready, but also with this tool of reframing. So let me start with the big one, the obvious one, COVID-19, okay? This is something that none of us saw coming, okay? We, we None of us saw coming and we all had to adjust our whole lives. Businesses had to pivot. Um, lives were changed. Everything from work to personal, everything changed, right? And so I look at this, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever had a near-death experience, anyone listening? Um, I haven't really had that, that, to be honest, like a really, really near-death experience. But if you want to look at COVID like that, like we all, because, you know, some people were not fortunate enough to make it through this yet. and And so, you know, we can look at it like that. We can look at it like, you know what? It was, we were really scared at one point, but now we're kind of easing up on that fear, hopefully. So we can be grateful that, that, you know, life is not as, as intense as we thought it would be for a long time. It seemed like we were be, we'd been locked down forever. You know what I mean? That was such, it felt like such a long time just being in that state of quarantine. But you know, we're grateful to be out of it and it makes us and makes me at least experience and be grateful for outdoors um you know and really like the the gratitude can be extended you know because when you go through hard times you can reshape that to okay i'm grateful i went through hard times because it's better when you make it out of those times um you know <clears throat> i was lucky enough to work on my podcast through it so I had something to keep myself busy and, you know, and that's, and that's, that's me personally, but I just want you guys to kind of look at COVID-19 as, I don't know, is there a silver lining? Is there a blessing in disguise? Maybe you got more time to be alone. Maybe you didn't have to commute to work. Maybe you didn't have to go to work and you didn't even like your job. You can just collect your syrup for a little bit and just focus on your mental health and maybe just relax and watch shows, play video games, spend time with family. There's a lot of, there were a lot of kind of low-key positive things about it so let's try to reframe COVID like it wasn't 100% terrible you know necessarily but you know it was a huge shift and a huge change and a huge shock but sometimes with those comes like I said the little silver linings or blessings that we can be grateful for another kind of effect of COVID-19 are masks and I know a lot of people don't like wearing them. Obviously, it feels like a diaper on your face, all right? It, it, it does feel like that. But I'm going to find a way to reframe this. And I was thinking, okay, winter's coming. We're probably going to still have to wear masks in the winter, obviously. 
but that's going to keep our faces warm. That's crazy. It's like an extra scarf. I'll be happy to wear a mask outside in the winter. Are you crazy? Of course. Whatever, if it's fabric, nylon, whatever, polyester, I don't care. It's covering my face. It's keeping me warm. So masks in the winter are going to be a actual blessing. And I, I, I'm, that's what I'm predicting now. I'm predicting people are going to be happy and thankful for masks come winter time. That's what I think. And, I, and let's see how it turns out. But I don't see people that are going to be upset that their face is warmer outside. I mean, a scarf, yeah, a scarf's cool. But like, we're you getting used to masks and how functional they are and how easy they are to put on. So I might skip the scarf and be like, I got a mask. I'm good. A mask and a hat? That's good. And and I'm even like thinking further and thinking like, is there going to be some sort of like hat mask invention that's going to come out? Like a toque plus mask all in one? I'm just saying, as seen it on, what's that as seen on TV thing? Like infomercials, like we're going to see something like that. That's what I'm thinking. Let's see what the future holds. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of some things I'm trying to reframe. Masks in the winter might be a good thing, right? And then let's let's talk about um, something else that's pretty serious. A few really serious events that happened in 2020, you know, celebrity deaths. Um, of course, these come out of nowhere um, when when it's not necessarily we don't we don't believe it's a person's time to go. It's just an unfortunate event. They didn't kind of die of old age. They died young and, you know, taken taken too soon, you know, and the first one we can all probably remember is, is Kobe passing away. I remember exactly where I was. I remember who told me. We can probably remember that moment, all of us. And, you know, what that moment did for me, it really matured me, to be honest. It made me, like, look back on Kobe's life and what he stood for. You know what I mean? And and I didn't watch him religiously. I didn't watch basketball a lot, a lot. But I always watched Kobe videos on YouTube and looked at his character and what how he was so much better. He's, he outworked his competition, his teammates. He outworked everybody. He worked out in the gym, shooting shots, getting shots up three times as much as an NBA player. So every single day, week, month, year, he was advancing and getting more experience. You'd never be able. He, he had this like like way of saying it, I don't know which video, but he was basically saying you'd you'd never be able to surpass his work because every year it's just he's stacking the time he spent and energy he spent working out and outworking his competition. And that's how he rose to greatness is he just had an incredible work ethic. And so the way I kind of reframe this, I mean, of course, we have to grieve, we have to you know, wish our condolences and take the time we need to like really process it. We all process these things differently. Celebrity deaths affect different people differently. I mean, Kobe was a pretty renowned person, but we all look at it differently. Some people might still be in denial, as crazy as it seems. Some people might just be accepting it now. Some people might not be, you know, feeling the feelings that they want to feel yet. But for me, I mean, I remember... As soon as I found out about his passing, I something like a switch like flipped in me, and I just wanted to push myself, and and I wanted to do that for him. It's like when a celebrity passes, it's like you wanted 
You want to do what they did in a sense. Like I wanted to adopt his work ethic and hold that with me. So a part of him, his legacy is continued. And I think that's how I reframe celebrity deaths to people that I can relate to, that I look up to. I want to take a part of them with me so that they never really go. Do you know what I mean? So his work ethic is something I admire, something I really, really, really aspire to emulate and to, you know, like imitate is just how hard he works for his goals, right? And I have my own goals. I'm not trying to be an NBA player, but it's it's that mindset. Do you know what I mean? Same thing with Chadwick um, Boseman. Um, Of course, this one was just not even too long ago, uh, just around the end of August. And nobody saw that coming. Like he, he was battling cancer for years and filming movies and he was showing up for everything in his life the strength he had to push through a situation without seeming phased at all that's a different kind of strength and that is something that i can internalize and say okay if he could do that why can't i and so you know we we have to grieve like i said we have to you know understand and and get come to terms with with these famous people passing but if we're going to reframe it we have to turn it into a positive or productive at least not positive but productive or helpful for us because it's not helpful to sulk forever and be sad and just be down like that you can do you're allowed to do that for as long as you need to but it's not going to help you at a certain point you're going to have to say okay here's my way of like my my weird analogy and maybe you guys can like follow me with this imagine kobe or chadwick like imagine they came back like their spirit or their ghost or whatever and they saw you just just sulking that they passed and just sad and miserable and depressed they would say like you know come on like you saw what i stood for you thought you saw how i lived you know, like you, you need to see what I did and you need to live that version, like make me proud. I feel like that's what they would want. They want us to make them proud. And so that's why I feel like I don't want to feel like they're gone completely. If they live through me and live through all the people that they touched, that they inspired, then that's a really, really important way to reframe death, basically. Right. Because that's a part of life that's inevitable. And that's something that we all came, we all thought we'd come close to. We all had to like think about that with COVID because it was such a scary thing. So this year has been, you know, it's forcing us to either accept things and reframe them or just be afraid. And I choose to accept and refrain. I don't know about y'all. Okay. And then the last um, kind of just huge movement this year has been the resurgence of the social justice, Black Lives Matter movement and As I record this, Breonna Taylor's killers just basically came out of the trial not being charged for murder. And I can only imagine like the people that, um, you know, that that your family, that are friends, um, you know, some people take this very like, you know, we have to be understanding to people who are most affected by these things. And, And that would be black women 100 percent. they and lebron james had a tweet about this that i saw and he said something like you know 
black, the black woman is the most disrespected person on the planet and he will fight forever to try to reverse that and you know it, it's we can look at the you know judicial system in america as a whole and how it's been so just it hasn't represented a just way of dealing with situations it's always the killers get off and they get you know basically they're let free basically and it's been tens of hundreds of trials and cases where it's the exact same outcome a lot of people weren't even surprised that this was the outcome of this trial a lot of people were not surprised but i don't want us to just be angry because i feel like the covid the celebrity deaths that you know brought out fear and and sadness and the black lives matter brings out a lot of rage frustration angst and that can be a good thing to get our like hearts pumping to get us wanting to do something to be active and you know active anti-racism do you know what i mean but just pure hatred and anger is not going to solve anything so i think it's an opportunity to reframe and i think how we can reframe this one is it's tough because you, I think reframing this is just to know that we've made progress so far with, with this movement. We have. A lot of people are more willing to speak about about Black Lives Matter, even though they're not, you know, actually a minority or black. They're willing to speak their opinion. A lot of people have formed opinions because it's becoming less and less stigmatized to be anti-racist as like, crazy as that sounds it's actually okay to be to show that you're a good person and that you're caring that you have empathy so if you if you feel for Breonna Taylor if you feel for George Floyd and all the people who passed away this year if you have that empathy you can reframe that for yourself and say you know what I'm a caring person first of all I truly do care because I'm affected I am affected by something that that is not directly me I'm feeling someone else's pain a collective conscious that that's what i'm connected to so if you have that empathy the understanding the care the frustration if you share that with you please reframe that and say you know what i'm i'm doing i'm doing enough by by being affected by this i'm not turning a blind eye to it i'm not saying it's nothing matters no it matters and i think we can take it a step further by acknowledging that progress is being made slowly it's it's obviously too slow clearly but these kinds of things we have to keep into perspective there's like a marathon progress will not be made overnight it won't be it's not a sprint so because things don't change right away we can't be too frustrated and say oh nothing's working you know what i mean there's no point of course there is we have to reframe it to us to know that we have to be productive of course things are moving forward it's just slow. So let's keep the productive thinking, conversations. Let's keep caring and keep doing what we can. You know what I mean? So as much as we want to be hurt and frustrated, let's keep pushing. And let's keep being productive. Let's keep being passionate. Because that's the only way to see real change. Right? So that's just another way of reframing that situation. And so, yeah, those are kind of the few things in 2020 that I kind of want to talk about um, that, yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about and 
that have been finding ways to reframe. Like I said, if you're if you're using this opportunity, listen to this podcast, and you know reframing some things in your head, I'd love to hear what you have going on, what you are thinking about in your life right now. If you're open enough to share that with me, or share with somebody that you're willing to talk to, keep this conversation going. I want you to you know leave this episode and figure out. Okay, I I do reframe. Of course, I know how to do this. So let me continually actively practice this technique and know the worth of it especially during these times right now so i want to thank you for listening i hope uh this podcast gave you some insight some perspective as always that's why i do this and i'm so excited to work on and think about three new episodes for next week um I really do the three episodes a week, guys, not really to like get followers and get numbers and get downloads. It's really, first of all, for me to keep up and keep my practice with this. And for the real ones, because the real ones are listening right now, you guys make it through the whole episode. You guys listen to what I have to say. You guys are here from the beginning and you're still here now, right? So these episodes are for you guys. I want to always give content. And I'm working so hard towards season two. Oh my God. Like I work five to six hours a day, seven days a week on this stuff. So I'm so excited for season two. Let's get there together. Until then, enjoy your day. Keep being positive. Keep being productive. I think I said the word productive like a hundred times in this episode. (laughs) But just enjoy your day, guys. Okay. Until next time, this has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host, Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe, and I'm signing out. Peace.